What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Almost Brothers Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about... (laughs) What are we talking about? Misunderstood. So misunderstood. Let's go. theme song strikes again that's what i'm talking about well as you heard from the background laughter the ladies are here hello ladies. how are y'all doing hello hello <laughs> hello the missy what is that oh, i don't know what that is the shuffle <laughs> dance no thing idea. he does it that's <laughs> mimic so funny oh so how has y'all's day been busy busy mm-hmm. nice yeah busy busy, busy. Busy. Just staying busy. Mm-hmm. Hard yeah, workers. Always. I like it. I dig it. Well, we just sit back and enjoy the spoils. <laughs> 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 so I know before this episode went on and before I forgot, I just wanted to remind our listeners that my wife turned 35 this week. Um, it's over. Oh, Let I'm it sorry. Go. What? Did I pre- <laughs> Let it. And it's not Happy 35. Birthday. It's 29. Oh, I'm 29 <laughs> is what she's You're not nine. helping. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> You already failed. <sighs> okay. Well, you're mid-30s. How does it feel? I'm not. I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> the gray hairs are coming in? No, they're not. But they are. No, they're not. <laughs> it's bleach. Uh, it's, it's all right. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, so I wanted it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, now she's like coming in the room, going to bed with like all kinds of chemical on her face. She's like, babe, don't touch my face. Yeah. I've got this. I don't even know what it is. Don't touch from the neck up. Right. I'm like trying to give her a kiss. She's like, stop. I've got stuff. <laughs> and don't. he's like, it burns. I'm like, yeah, I told you not to touch. <laughs> don't make don't. me make lines in my face. <laughs> what is happening right now? It's the struggle. It's like, what stop is that? making sm- me laugh. You're giving me rage. Right. I'm like, right. what is that smell? It smells like burnt tires. That's my face. Stop. Stop. <laughs> the whole house smells like it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What in the world is happening? <laughs> it's a concoction that's. Still making me look 29. I don't know if it's helping, but. It is helping. You are Whatever. perfect. Uh-huh. I need to know what it is because I need to look 29 again. <laughs> it's a bunch of things. <laughs> Clearly. If it like smells a, like burnt homemade, rubber. Con- yeah. Homemade concoction <laughs> of a bunch of stuff. It just keeps people at a distance. <laughs> that's what, that's what, what, see what it really does. It doesn't yes. really stop lines. <laughs> it right. just keeps people far enough to where they can't see the lines. <laughs> hey, I'm game for that, too. I walk in, she's got a witch's cauldron. Just I feel like that's what these it does. lines like, are going to be gone. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious, what is really happening? Mm-hmm. Thirty-five. I'm twenty-nine. Yeah, there you go. Plus six. Uh, so yeah, today's episode we're going to be talking about what are we talking about? I don't know anymore i don't understand the question oh understand misunderstood misunderstood Uh, here we go yeah so we just want to talk about every aspect of our life just misunderstood maybe as you know our parents with our kids like uh as couples as married couples in ministry you know just just you know times where maybe maybe we've had to to say something to somebody that may be under us or say somebody that may be over us that what we said maybe came across where you know it didn't 
It didn't kind of sit well, even though maybe it was, you know, not what we intended, but, or maybe where somebody else maybe said something to us where it, you know, it affected us where, and then it's almost like every time you go, you go back to that though, you go back to that person or whatever, and you, you, you kind of sit down and talk about it. It's like, oh, you come to, uh, you know, most of the time you come to an agreement, it's like, oh, okay, cool. That was way different than what I thought I had in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So yeah, let's just, uh, open it, it makes up. me think of the, um, the sermons you've been teaching on about relationships with the youth yeah, and how like just anyone could be misunderstood, like in a girlfriend or boyfriend or spouse or parent, all that. Yeah. And I think we put people on this pedestal of just never making a mistake. And as soon as they do, it's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. It's like, dang, do yeah. we not, we're we not supposed to extend grace to others. Like to right. everybody's going to mess up. It's going to happen. You know, and we we just ready to chop somebody off soon as they soon as they do something. But a lot of times, it's just a misunderstanding. Right. I think his parents were probably misunderstood by our kids a lot. Oh, come on! Because they think that we're like some oh evil gosh, dictator yes. that just doesn't want them to have any fun and yeah. Yeah. wants them to stay at home and not see their friends. But you know, we're you know a lot of times you're just trying to protect them and trying yeah. to mm-hmm. do what's best for them. But I think that's an area where there's probably some misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. I think it happens less now that y'all are parents than when, say, y'all were kids. Because I think, like, you know, parenting abilities have grown so much. You know, we all get are kind of better at parenting than our parents were, and it just keeps going and going. So I think that the the misunderstandings now are so different than when we were kids. Absolutely. You know, it was, yes. you know, it was, you know, kind of our parents don't understand where we're coming from. That's always going to be kind of the case. But you know, now with with parents being more tuned in especially like technology wise to what their kids are doing. Like for the most part, we know where they're at. We've got apps on their phones or we've got things like that where we're monitoring their stuff. So I think a lot of the misunderstanding comes from kind of us growing up with some of this technology. So they don't understand that we know what you're doing. Like we we're we're not, it's not like the, the age of our parents where they had no technology and then now we have some and they don't really understand you know, the ins yeah. and outs of it. But I think a lot of that misunderstanding comes from a kid thinking, oh, y'all don't know what you're talking about when really it's like, no, no, no. I know how to get into your phone. I know how to yeah. get your passwords. Right. I know how to do all that. Yeah. They think we're stupid. Right. <laughs> it's like, no, I am not. So I'm not at all. I know. I know one big thing was, was for Lee. Um, a big misunderstanding is like, she would have something that she wants to talk to us about or like she felt a certain way about uh, like I'd get on her. Like I usually get on Lee pretty hard. So I remember one day she went and t- she talked to mom, Mama Julie. What's up? Shout out. And <laughs> and she talked to her about about the way I came down on her, you know, and, and just how how it made her feel bad and all this. And, and though what I was what I came down on her about was right. It was correct. You know, but I came about it the wrong way. And, you know, as as mom told me about it, I got with Lee and talked to her and she said, well, I'm, I'm always just so scared to come to you with something like that or the way I feel because I'm scared you're going to get on to me even more. So I know that was one where it really woke me up to to realizing that not only does she have feelings, but she's very level headed. So when she has something that's wrong with her, it's usually something that's legitimately like, oh, okay, I could have went about that better. We could have done mm-hmm. something better that way. You know, so I think that was one place of where she didn't understand, like, no, I want you to come to me. 
and maybe I didn't make it clear enough as a, as a dad, like, Hey, I want you to come to me with anything that you've got. I may have to come down on you. I may have to get on you, but I want you to share those things. I don't want you to hide things like I did for my mom. Yeah. You know, because maybe she, she didn't understand as much, you know, coming from a mother to a son, kind of the things that I felt, the things that I was going through, the things that I was dealing with, you know, cause dad was, was overseas. So I think that, that, you know, that, that gap in between, uh, you know, having two parents in the household, having one in the household, you know, that dynamic, uh, you know, I think a lot of things kind of fell through the cracks with it, you know, especially like when it came to sex talk, there was no sex talk in my house. It was, you don't do it. End of discussion, (laughs) you know? And it's like, I think that's one, Mm -hmm. one area where we still struggle as parents in, in today's age on being understanding and, and, and coming across, not just, Hey, this is the do's and don'ts, but this is why you don't do it, especially from a biblical perspective on, on, you know, coming across like that. But is there any times in y'all's life that y'all could think of like parenting where it's just like, just a big misunderstanding of where it almost like shocks you like, Oh crap. I didn't mean for it to come off like that. Missy. (laughs) (laughs) You're the mom. (laughs) I'm just trying to think. I think, um, for me, probably with my children, the the biggest misunderstanding is whenever I was going through my divorce and, um, and just, uh, I was, I was feeling all kinds of ways and, um, going through a process of, um, feeling like I lost everything. And then my children were as well. And so they had a lot of resentment towards me. And, um, at that time when they were, uh, feeling that way, um, I was trying to, uh, I don't know, uh, just say, well, I'm the only one that's going through this. Y'all right. aren't, mm-hmm. you know, right. and, um, disregarding everything they went through, you know, um, for, for a time, um, probably for a year though, a solid year, I would say. And, um, they were trying to talk to me and here I was like, no, I, I don't want to talk about this right now. I, I would either shut down or, or things like that. And so now I'm having to deal with, um, them coming to me about how they feel, you know? Yeah. And then it's like recognizing what, like, wow, um, obviously I should have known at that time they were hurting right. and put my feelings to the side and just really focused on them. And I wish I could rewind the time and, and get that back. But for me, that was probably the biggest misunderstanding between my kids and myself of, um, just processing emotions when things like that, like tragedy hits your family or trauma hits your family, like being able to understand like, okay, we all are hurting and, and hurting people hurt people. And we've got to just come together and love each other all the more. And I I wish I would have done things a little bit differently. I don't know if I'm even answering the question. No, that's good. But, um, but for me, that, that was probably the biggest um, misunderstanding, um, is just my kids realizing mama's hurting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mama realizing my kids are hurting. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just pushing them aside and then pushing me aside. And right. there was always like this, I don't know, it just our home was not for a, a good year, was not like a solid home. Yeah. I mean, there was right. just so much anger and, and so much bitterness and so much um, hurt. And, um, like I said, I mean, if I could encourage anybody that's going through this right now, that um, maybe you're 
having trauma in your home or you're going through a divorce or um, you're as parents is to love on your children and yeah. just be open with them. Right. Look, I'm hurting too. Right. You're hurting too. Let's come together. Let's talk about this yeah. and let's get through it together instead of just um, kind of doing a shutdown mode yeah. on all sides. Yeah, because so. that's what I was going to ask you kind of, because how old were were your kids? when? Oh, that- gosh. Um, ben was just in sixth grade. Um, so, I mean, he was in a crucial time. He's like 12. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, um, Kaylee, my oldest was 16 and then, um, Betty was, was 14. Okay. So, um, they were in high school, but I mean, and Max was just a baby. Yeah. Um, so they were just hit at a, at a big time, but I mean, they just didn't just go through the divorce, but two years prior to that, their dad, um, they found out was a drug addict. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just all this all at once. junk, you right. know, we went through, um, three different rehabs with him and, and, you know, yeah. seeing that, that, so we're hurt just building upon build. Yeah. And then finally just, you know, the walk away and, and leaving with absolutely nothing. And, you know, we were, I don't know, it was just, it was hard. And then seeing, you know, people walk away from you and, you know, there was a misunderstanding there. Yeah. Like of, um, what do you do whenever you have a, a pastors and pastors like, you know, um, right fall from grace or, you know, or whatever. And then you have that, that misunderstanding because people are shocked. They're, they're confused by it or we've let them down. And then, um, it had a few people that actually, um, you know, loved on my family, but for the majority, it was not so much, you know? And so there was misunderstanding there. So I was, had walls up, they had walls up. And so, you know, what, what do you do in those, in those times? So, well, I think you hit on something so good too is that the lack of communication mm-hmm. and that's what causes most of the time that that misunderstanding, that lack of understanding where the other person's coming from. Because not only like you said, is is you didn't communicate with your kids and realize that they were going through something. And your kids were old enough at that point to realize, well, mom's going through something too. It's right. not just about us. Right. Like maybe we need to check on mom too. Maybe we need to, because I think that, you know, as kids, we think everything revolves around us. Right. And I think that, that that's the biggest thing in that communication is, is allowing the kids to know, like, I, I understand you're hurting, but I need you to understand I'm hurting too. Right. Yeah. And that's when that healing starts. That's when that being able to understand yeah. both sides. So it's not just you, you know, that, that, right. oh, you didn't think about your kids, mm-hmm. but they also didn't, they were old enough to understand mom's probably hurting through this too. Right. You know, so to to step up, and so I think it's both sides in that. You sure. know, and the same, you know, same with us. With like I said, with Lee is is kind of both of us knowing. Like you, Lee, you need to know where I'm coming from too. So I mm-hmm. think that is a, a big thing, yeah, especially it, in the middle of that, like the yeah. divorce. It is so under. I guess I don't know. Like communication is almost like it's something so simple, but mm-hmm. us as I mean, adults and children, I guess. We just think it's so complicated because right. we want to keep it in yeah. or we want to just keep everything we feel or, you know, we want to say in. So it's like, I want to say this to someone or them or tell them how I feel, but it is so hard because how will they react? Yeah. Right. right. And, you know, of course, our our fleshly desire wants to just think of our pain. Yeah. You know, we don't want to think of others. We're like, well, I'm hurting. So mm. how do I solve this? You know, I don't care what they're going through. I want to focus on me, yeah. you know, right. on my pain. Right. You know, I'm, I'm teaching this parenting class at New Beginnings, and it, it's hilarious that I'm even teaching the parenting class, to be honest <laughs> with you. I laugh about it every day um, because just, yeah. 
Um, but a couple of the lessons is actually talks about communication and, um, it's, it's so trivial, so simple, uh, what they're telling you to do, but yet it's so profound at the same time. Um, there's an area where it talks about, um, when your kids are hurting or you're wanting to try to talk to your children. And a lot of times we will come at them with an attitude ourselves. Um, at least I do. Um, I, you know, Ben will come home frustrated about work and I'm like, suck it up, buttercup. Right. Welcome right. to the real world. Yeah. And um, and then he just goes on, you yeah. know, because that's how I was raised. Right. You know, you just suck it up. Yeah. And um, so anyways, they have this literature that talks about reflective listening. And uh, it's like where you're a mirror to them. And so they're, you can tell, okay, they're frustrated. And all they want to know is to be heard. Just like we just want to be heard. They want to be heard. And so you just reflect back what they're feeling. And I tried this on Ben and I thought for sure, this is not going to work. I thought this is the corniest thing ever, Um, but I'm going to try it. (laughs) So he comes home, he's sitting at the table. I'm sitting at the table. Ben's making supper um, because he came home from work and he was like, I just had a frustrating day and Mm -hmm. something about fries. And anyways, (laughs) something about fries. Yeah. Like he was putting fries down or something. He was trying to get other people to help and they weren't helping. And you know, my, gut wrench reaction or my knee jerk reaction was to say, suck it up, bud, you know, but I stopped and I say, babe, I can see that you're really frustrated about work. And, um, I can see that it's really bothering you. (laughs) And I thought this is not going to work. The boy starts talking. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm not even kidding. I watched it. I was just kind of like, what? So I was (laughs) like going, what? He wasn't looking at me so I could do the shock face. This works. And so I, I just kept going that reflection. He talked for 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 oh, wow. minutes just because he thought mom understands yeah. right. mom's <laughs> hearing me right. and he then finally he figured it out he's like what's going on right like, now? wait yeah. a second he's like why are you what talking so weird jedi mind and then he goes into his room yeah. but but the really the the whole thing was it, it was worked. just they want to be heard yeah. yeah we want to be heard and then they have another little tool that's called iMessages. And it was so funny because this literature is old. And so I was saying <laughs> iMessages and they're like, so text your kids. I'm like, no, that, that kind of message. <laughs> but it's just like when um, it, it says everything comes back to how I feel. Like um, I am frustrated yeah. when you don't put the toys away. And it's just, you know, it's, it's not coming out, go put the toys away. But you're coming at yeah. it in a different angle. And it's yeah. just like, it was, I don't even know why this is, Maybe for misunderstanding it, yeah. it right. kind of yeah. helps them to be, you know, understood. And then it, it helps with that relationship that they, you know, see, okay, mom's understanding, dad's understanding yeah. and, and all this stuff. And it's helped with my communication with my 17 year old. Cause yeah. I mean, before this, I was like hitting my head against the wall, cause, you know, <laughs> yeah. just to get them to talk. Right. right. Um, because mostly what I'm talking a lot, I'm sorry, no, you're good. but, um, what he will come home, he'll just hiss at me or something. And I'm not even kidding. He literally. will literally hiss at you <laughs> and then go off, you know? Um, so he'll come to our door and I'm not kidding. He goes, and I'm like, Hey Ben, Gosh. you know, All right. yeah, that was about it. But it, it has helped with that. And then even with Max, you know, just the simple, simple thing of, um, it, it like a, really it's corny, but yeah. it works. Yeah. It really works because that's what everybody, everybody wants to be heard. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And understood. And we get so many. I know for me, I'm sure for him too, because his phone is always blowing up, but I constantly get messages on, you know, this age is so hard. I'm having trouble with my youth. This age is so hard. They're going through this or this age is, and something so simple, just like that, just what you mentioned, like, 
you know, just give them a hug, give them a 10 second hug. Like mm-hmm. that's us as adults. If I get one, I start crying because I'm just falling apart. <laughs> right. You know, right. and they need that also. That's, like absolutely. Yes. they go through it just as bad as we do. Right. Like they're in a whole world at high school to where we just have a job to where we're around adults. We can just shut them out. Just right. Go on or put in some AirPods or whatever. And they have to deal with it. You know, you're sitting in a classroom full of like, 12, 15 other kids, you know, if not bigger. And it's like, I'm surrounded. Anything I say, do might be a mistake or judged or bullied or just everything. So I think that's so good. Absolutely. Is to have that. And, you know, and I find that I uh, even like, I will explode. I'll have fits of, I'll have fits, adult fits, but they're okay. But my child has a fit and I'm right down their throat. Right, yeah. And, um, (laughs) you know, and honestly, teaching this parenting class, I'm like, hmm, I'm learning some stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, for me, it is. Every class, I'm just like, oh, stepping on my toes. And, um, but, you know, it's like if we want our children to change, then they they reflect what we do. Right. Yeah. They are little sponges. And if you're getting upset with them for, throwing a fit at a game or throwing a fit at a TV or with a friend right. or whatever, and you're doing it, well, guess what? You yeah. need to start changing yourself yeah. Yeah. before you can get onto your kids. Yep. And so um, that can even be misunderstanding. Right. You know, the kids doesn't understand. Why are you getting on to me when you act just like that? Right. Exactly. You acting a fool too, yep. you know? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that is good. That's good. Right. That's one thing that, that I've, I've had to catch myself with um, is, is reflecting Kind of my my I, I do I do Frank's uh, sit you down and have a forty five minute conversation talk with you or or, oh. or or not even talk with you but talk at you I will have to catch myself because that's the way that he would talk to us mm-hmm. instead of sitting down and asking like what is going on with you right and then shutting up and listening. He would just talk at you. Why are you doing this? This is the road you should be taking. What are you doing? What's your five-year plan? Let me tell you what your five-year plan should be. Like instead of like instead of like listening. But again, it it's you know he didn't have that growing up. He didn't have that parenting thing. So it's like you learn, and through generation generation, you take what was great out of your parents. Mm -hmm. You know his hard work, his dedication to providing for us. Take that. Maybe not his parenting style. Leave that. Change right. that. Same with mom. You know, uh, loving, the most loving mother ever. Probably a little too over strict. Okay, I'm going to leave that and take, you know, take right. the, you know. So I think that that the growing and, and, and the communication between us and our kids will be able to, to, to take the things that we learned from our parents and maybe teach them. I think a lot of times we we want to do it by watch watch what I do instead of let me communicate it to you and right. kind of mm-hmm. give you the right, right ways to do it. It's good. Oh, which I know it's got to be hard for you stepping in as a as a stepdad. It's different, yeah. you know. Kind of. Yeah. We've talked about it. Kind of. Kind mm-hmm. of finding that in in between. Um, yeah. Have you ever? I've always wondered this because we I can't remember what movie it was we were watching. Or it might have been a show. Oh, it was it was a it was a clip from Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Will and his uncle Phil were going off, you know, his, his dad showed up after all these years and, you know, Phil's trying to tell me he's not a good guy. And he tells uncle Phil, the man who helped to raise him, like, you're not my father anyway, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever been hit with that? I don't think so. 
Not yet. I, I, as soon as I seen, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I could not imagine. Yeah, no, I I haven't been hit with that one. Being mm-hmm. like the pain, and then yeah. just hit with that. Yeah, no, I <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure it's been thought. Yeah, but it's not, <laughs> why have been telling me? They're too you scared. It's not been said. No, right. I I really um like with Ben. You know, we we get along pretty good. You know, he yeah, yeah he frustrates yeah. me, but we we kind of have an understanding yeah. with one another. You know, I mean, I know I stepped in late in his life, and he. You know, I, I think he he respects me and yeah. and cares about me, and and I same way with him. You know, I love him. You know, and with Max, he's just so much smaller. You know that right. it's I'm dad to him. Right. You know, and that's just what he knows. So there isn't that. Yeah. You know, I, and I I feel like I have a little more um, flexibility there with him because. Yeah. Um, I, I just try not to, I try not to go there sometimes with Ben because I know I'm not his dad, you know right. what I mean? And, um, but with Max, I'm, I'm the only dad he got. So, right. Yeah. Right. So you like it or not? Yeah. yeah. You're, stuck. <laughs> you're, you're stuck with me. Here I am. Right. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if that answers that question, yeah, yeah. they've never said it, you know, like I said, and, and I, I get along great with them, you yeah. know, yeah. and you know, I, they're good kids. Um, so no, they've never thrown that in my face. I well, don't and know also you respond to that, <laughs> right? Oh, you dude. Know what I mean? like, oh I man, <laughs> like I could just feel like I felt bad. Like I could just feel yeah. the hurt in that. Just it like, would, that's what, I mean. I know it hurt. It, it would hurt really bad, you know, because you're the right. one there every day, putting in the time and money yep. and, and I love else that into them. from an outside person because you know we we live in Malden, we're just we see out here, but you can literally like feel it and see that Ben has respect for you. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, ever since we've known y'all, that's always been, yeah. you can just see it. Right. Like well, he's never even had to say it. You can just see right. how he like respects <laughs> you. And one of helps that he has an amazing that. man to look up yeah. to, that's you know, yeah. somebody that's there, that's present, mm-hmm. that, that right. loves them, that, you know, you almost got it all. You know what I mean? Like you've got right the. Here. <laughs> right Aww, here. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I mean, just like literally like just, you know, Kind of like, you know, you see a, you, on 2K, like a basketball player that's kind of got the attributes and everything, and you're kind of there, you know. You've got the, Thanks, you know, the, it's so – so I think it makes it a lot easier on them, you know, having such a great male in their life. Thank you. Uh, I know one thing that, that I was thinking about as we were talking about this is, is, you know, I wanted to switch over to relationship misunderstandings. And I, I remember um, – What? Oh, oh. Oh, this we were doing was, so good. This was this was <laughs> right. this one. This was one that really I I had to step back and say, "Oh crap, I, I did something bad." Um, What'd you do? Is when <laughs> now you're about to find out. <laughs> yeah, and you'll remember. And I'm glad I'm a arm's length away. No, I I, I remember. Uh, I was so frustrated one day. This is when I was still working at at WW Wood and. Jamie was staying at home, so this is before she went to her, her current job. And I, I was so frustrated with just work and people and stress and heat and all this stuff going on. And we kind of talked about this on our other one where, where it just I felt like I couldn't get out what was on the inside. So I, And I came home and just blew up one day, and it was on her. And I remember just going off just like – I remember the word. I remember saying, like, you don't do anything. You sit here at the house and you don't do nothing. And I'm busting my tail. I'm tired of it. I can't take it anymore. And I remember she starts crying and just like breaks down. 
And first of all, of course, when she starts crying, I'm like, oh, crap. I don't remember that. Like, I've messed up. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I just blocked you out after that. I'm glad. But I, I, eh, back to the bed. <laughs> I remember that, you know, she broke down. And I mean, it was it was a it was a pretty bad hurt. And she went outside and was trying to leave. And she was crying in the car. And it was it was rough. It was pretty rough. And I remember that later on that night, it was almost like God in the room with me, just like, you goofed up. It's okay that you were feeling that way, but the communication was way off. Yes, you have a reason to be upset. Yes, you were at work and you had a bad day. That's not her fault. You're projecting your your anger and your the things that you're dealing with on her when it wasn't her. You know what I'm saying? So I, I almost blocked out how she was feeling because of how I was feeling. You know, I didn't think about what she had done that day. I didn't think about the house cleaning that she done. I didn't think about the kids that she's had to deal with. I didn't think about the stresses in her life that she's going through. I didn't think about anything but what I was going through that day. And I remember that that day, it was almost a change in my attitude not only towards my wife, but my attitude. And when I have a problem with somebody or I have a problem in a situation on how to handle it, you may be saying the right things like your underlying problem that you have may be correct, but the way that you say it can be completely off, you know? And, and I remember another time after that, where I really caught myself in the middle of it. And before it got too bad, I realized it. And I'm like, oh, man, maybe I'm growing a little bit. Man, okay. <laughs> so it's like, it was like her. Is, is oh, he growing, Jamie? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> no, but I, He's I remember. still my fourth child. <laughs> uh, yeah. Michael Simmons, age five. Um, <laughs> and I remember I was going off on, on my sister and her husband because they they skipped out on her birthday. We I got a birthday dinner together, and they skipped out on it, blah, blah, blah. So I start, I, I mean, I'm just going off on them and I walk out of the house and I get in the car and I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm right to be upset the way I just did that. I'm going off on them in front of their kids. I'm, I mean, I'm, we're going at it. Me and me and her ex-husband are face to face. I mean, I'm mad. And I go back in, I say, I just want to, I want to apologize. I, I went about that the wrong way. And, and I, I didn't take into effect anything y'all had going on. I'm mad. I'm upset. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry. What, I'm not sorry for what I said, but I'm, I'm sorry for how I said it. You know, I think a lot of times we could stop those misunderstandings from happening if we just realize that we may be right, we may be in the right, but maybe come about it a different way. Maybe try to approach it a different way. Yeah. Maybe try to say it where, where you're not automatically defensive. So that other person automatically goes on defense. Like, wait, whoa, whoa, don't raise your voice at me. Before right. you even get across what you're trying to get across, you're automatically putting them on the defense. Yeah. Have y'all ever came to that to where it's like, whoa, I may be in the right, but the way I said it is mm, maybe the not time. the best way. Yeah. I mean, if you just open up nowadays, if you just open up Facebook <laughs> and you see stuff up and you're like, <laughs> oh no, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Back, face, back, face, back, face, back, face, face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to pray for them. Yeah. Hold my tongue. Yeah. So I that's always good. think about that first. I'm like, all right, I know that's in the wrong, but I'm just going to pray for them yeah. and go about my day. But that's good. Yeah, because I mean, social media will offend yeah. you and 
you know, say your beliefs are wrong and, you know, have you really up in your feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and that's one of the quick, one of the, one of the best ways of being misunderstood is putting something in words on something like that. Mm-hmm. Cause people don't know context. People don't know the, the sound of your voice. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're angry, if you're joking. Sure. So I think that happens oh, yeah, a lot is, sure. is seeing a, a post and then all of a sudden, yeah. Oh no, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a text. Wait, yeah, yeah, or yeah. a text. Yeah, yeah, it could be yeah. as simple as a text. I mean, yep. there's sometimes where he'll send me a text and I'll be like, mm, I didn't like how that sounded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't sound anyway. Didn't sound anyway. <laughs> right. You had like yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. no punctuation yeah. in you know? that. <laughs> or I'm really bad. I'm I'm probably the the Michael in our relationship. Yeah. You know, <laughs> of what I'll I'll hold things in, yeah. and then a little itty bitty thing will like set me off. Yeah. Um, instead of communicating what's really going on like last night I, i'll tell on myself uh ben was annoying me imagine that and, <laughs> and i just went off on him and i mean it was probably four years in the making yeah, yeah. of stuff that i've held in that he has done that i just i mean i just, just erupted yeah. right. and like you said it was all true yeah and it was all stuff that needed to be said but how i said it was completely off base and i he yeah. came into my room like i just i let him have it basically. Um, even with tears, but yet not that ugly crying. Like <laughs> I didn't do that, yeah. but I mean, I was just like, and it exploded. And then I walked, came back to my room and just I lay down and he comes in into my room at the door and just looks at me and just, that's all. And then turns around and leaves. And, um, just him doing that was, it was, I know what he was saying. Yeah. You know, he didn't have to say he a word. Yeah, he didn't have to say a word. Um, part of it was like, "Mom, where'd that even come from?" And then the other right. part was like, "Mom, I get, I hear, I heard you." Yeah, you know. And even though he he did that, he understands or whatever. You know, I I I failed in that yeah. failed failed in that test that I should have been communicating two years ago. Right, right. a lot. Yeah, two years ago. Instead of, I'm really bad about letting letting my children beat me up. Right, I really am. Yeah, and just you know, letting me have it yeah. over things. And because I, I feel like, okay, they, they need, just need to let it out. They just need to let out. Well, it's year four now. It's year five right. now. They don't need to be doing that right. anymore. Yeah. And so, like I said, I just, I really um, didn't do it well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, learning from it, like, don't just, don't hold stuff in, you know. And it, it may not be appropriate to even say what you're feeling at, at some point, but get it out some way. Yeah. Um, journal, pray, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm big on journaling, journaling out my feelings, you know. I yeah. really can't stand this person. Blah, 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 <laughs> you know. Um, but if you look right. at the Psalms, David is all about yeah. that. Right. You know, he's like, go after my enemies, God. Kill them all, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, he kind of turns it around and says, you know what, whatever you want, though, God. I, yeah. I'll praise you because you are, you know, loving, kindness, and all this stuff. And But um, it's there's something about just it, letting it out in some way. Uh, find a good person that you, a support team. Yeah. That you can talk to. <laughs> um, is, other than your husband. You know, a lot of times you, you don't like crying. Don't, 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 you don't like crying. Don't cry. No, don't I know. He, he, I start crying and he leaves the room. He's like, like, nope. Gotta go. This is, that's, that's and I'm just going after him going, wow. love me. Just love me. Just hold me. <laughs> this is but. For those of y'all that may be listening, no, they didn't hear the other episode yet. But uh, y'all are right on yeah, what we just talked about. We just about. talked about that. Like word for word. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 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 Very good. It's just, just, oh, we're, and we're so as humans, as parents, as leaders, as 
all these things, we want to bottle it up because we don't want people upset at us. Right. Somebody could smack us in the face and we, most of us would take it. Right. Oh, that's okay. It's fine. You'll, yeah, because okay. I think especially in leadership in ministry, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, another way you can be misunderstood is by putting on that front that I am strong and yeah. I have it together and I yeah. don't need help. Yeah. Then people won't approach you because they don't For know sure. that you have a weakness or a problem or a, a flaw or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that that sometimes is shooting ourselves in the foot when we wear that mask or we, we put on that facade, like we talked about earlier, yeah. um, then people misunderstand us and think we have it all together Yeah, when we don't. And so I don't know. Right. That's good. I get that a lot because like he always has, you know, the microphone and back here. So, you know, the youth always knows his testimony and knows the story, but I, I don't have the microphone. Like I don't, I'm not up there all the time. So it's so important for me to, connect with them one-on-one because like I'm not up there y'all don't y'all don't connect with me on a on a up there you know preaching level so I don't want them to ever feel like they can't come to me yeah you know that I'm Mm -hmm. I'm off here you know just being quiet and I'm a you know a preacher's wife and no like I have faults too come and tell me what you're going through like so I Mm -hmm. always have to reaffirm them like tell them that yeah or have a connection with them is this you volunteering to preach next week? Yes or no? What? No. Oh. Are you going to be sick or something? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I was going to tell you I'll do a um, oh, come on. tag off, but I don't Ooh. know. I don't know yet. I like it. God put it on my heart, so I don't know how I feel about it right That's now. That's what God. I'm talking about. We're wrestling. Let's go. We're wrestling. You just released it, Let's so. go. That's what know. I'm talking about. Oh. We'll see. That's what I'm to talking be continued. about. That's what I'm talking about. And I know I've been I've been consuming a lot of like leadership stuff. I'm reading a lot more and just like leadership podcasts and stuff like that. And I know one almost common thread, no matter who I'm listening to, who I'm reading, is anybody that you're leading or that you're over or ministry or in literally anything, what is allowed to happen by you by by sweeping it under the rug is what is going to continue to happen to you. Right. You know, so we, we get so frustrated with how things are going and how things are ending and how things, you know, aren't growing or we keep, you know, uh, struggling with the same things. And it's like, but we've let that happen time and time again. So it's the, the, the bar for your team is only going to be set as high as you set it. That's right. So that's right. your fight. If they're not reaching to, right. to the level you want them to, it's because you've set the bar so low. Right. And we've got to get better at our communication on, on letting people know, like, hey, maybe we need to, to fix this. Maybe we need to work on this. Absolutely. You know, and then. And, and you can't lead people um, further than what you are, where you're at. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we have to continue to grow. We have to continue mm-hmm. to strive. We got to continue to seek because if we want you know, our leadership or, or our team or whoever we're raising up or our children, then we're going to have to push ourselves right. to go because yeah. we can't push them further. Yeah. That's you good. know, we've got, we got to do that too. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's the call of God. It's such a heavy call. It's such a heavy thing. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, really should not be taken lightly because with it comes such, um, it sounds like a Right, responsibility. <laughs> but, it, yeah. Yeah. but really it does. I mean, because you're going to, whenever you're in leadership, the attacks are greater. Right. Yeah. The, um, you know, the, the, 
a microscope is is on you. You're living in a glass right. house, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So, you know, and and we can look at that and like, well, why, why do we have to live like that? Yeah. Well, God's called you to that. Yeah. Exactly. And the glass house is for a reason. Um, you know, yeah, people shouldn't be throwing rocks at you or whatever like that. But at the same time, you better believe living the way that you should be living, right. you know, like he wants you to live so yep. that, you know, um, if, if a rock is thrown, it's not going to crash anything, Yeah, right. you know? Um, and I'm, trust me, I, I've been there, Right. you know, I wish I would have exposed things long right. before I did, you know? Um, but you just, you just think you can keep all this stuff together. And then eventually yeah. I tell you the, 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 something's going to break, yeah. um, because the truth's going to come out. Right. But, and I think that in that sanctification process that we're in, um, we're, we're supposed to live pure, you know, yeah. and be yeah. accountable if, and people can hold us accountable and that's okay. Yeah. You know, it's not unfair that something is expected out of me. That's not expected out of Joe Christian. Who's only been saved right, for eight right, weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. There should be much more expected from me Yeah, if, if I've been in this walk for a while. So, um, yeah, you shouldn't, I mean, if anybody, you know, is feeling that way, don't, don't feel like it's unfair. Yeah. It's right. absolutely fair. Yeah. God called you to be sanctified yep. exactly. and go Set from apart. glory to glory to glory. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. do not get comfortable. You're not, you don't reach any level and just plateau there and stay exactly. there. Yeah. You are growing until the day that you die. Yeah. And the Bible says you, those teachers and leaders and preachers yeah. are held to a higher standard. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You can can't, be mad at it. You can not like can't it all you want. With it. Right. Then don't do it. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. Then right. just don't. Like and, and, if you don't want to be held to that and 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 live up to that, just don't yeah. do it. And who are the preachers and teachers? Everyone. Yeah. If you're man. a parent and if you're if you're a, a friend yeah. to somebody, you're and you're you're to be teaching them and bringing yep. them along and discipling them. So yeah. we're all called to step it up. Come on. Let's step it up. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a big facade in the church nowadays is that we have to act like that. You know what we were talking about earlier? So we have to put on that facade that we're perfect and everything's right and our house is amazing and we have it all together when really we have like nobody to like they're going to judge us if I tell them, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm going through this. How are they going to look at me? You know, are they even going to pray for me? No, they'll probably go tell so and so. Yeah. And <laughs> And yeah. we deal with that a lot as women. I yeah. mean, women, yeah. we can be like, ooh, horrible exactly. to each yeah. other, you know. Um, and I, I've dealt with that probably all my life being misunderstood. Yeah. Um, just because I'm quiet. And yep. so then I'm stuck up. Yep. Or um, then you put in, okay, now she's she's a preacher too. Yeah. So then she's unapproachable. Yeah. And so right. it's hard to get even people to get, I'm going to start crying, get close to no, me. No, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's very um, good. Or I even have friendship. Yeah. Because yeah. they like hold you out, right? Yeah. And you're just like, hey, I'm just a human. Yeah, you know, right. and and not to say that I pat myself on the back or like I'm holier than thou because I hope right. I don't come across as that. But it or it's like, oh, I can't talk to her or something like that. I mean, yeah. in, in leadership, it's very hard to even get friendship. It is. Yeah. It's very rare to have people that want to get to know mm-hmm. you or or anything like that. So, but then you throw in the woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a total, it's another level. I have had um, people actually, I don't even know if he remembers this, but they have, you know, prophesied over him mm-hmm. and laid hands on him. Mm-hmm. And then when it got to me, because he's the preacher, he's loud, bold. Okay, that's fine. But when it comes to me, we, what do you like? What do you want us to do? Right. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, 
I props out over you. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Right? Yeah. You know, and I've just been like, okay, well, I guess I have no call on my life, but he's a preacher. So <laughs> yeah. I, I thought we were supposed to be one. Right. Yeah. You know, right. and right. I have had that so much in ministry, mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Like I have had people invite him to places to, you know, just, you know, so-and-so's preaching. So-and-so's getting baptized. So-and-so's getting ordained. Come along. And I have been like, all right, well, am I invited? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nope, just me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just because I'm a quiet woman that I don't have a microphone, right? you know, all the time. So do I have to have one <laughs> no. to be looked, you know, looked up to as a leader? Right. So I totally get that. Right. And I, I think I have pushed women aside because of that. Right. Yeah. You know, I have, I don't have a lot of friends in ministry. It's just us back there really, you yeah. know, right. and our leaders that help us. But, you know, it's kind of just like a standoff thing. Like yeah. Yeah. I can't Absolutely. come to you like that, yeah. you know? Right. Well, because there's two, there's two things that you run into a majority of the time in ministry is you've got people that either think you're unapproachable, so they don't even try to get to know yeah. you. Yeah. Or you've got people that just want to use you for what they can get oh, out of you. For sure. Right. For sure. Right. I have people like will literally come up to or hear from a distance. He's really, Jeremiah's really nice. And yeah. not a word about me. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even kidding. That happened yesterday. Yes. Yeah. It happened yesterday. And I'm just like, mm, okay. Hey, yeah. I'm here too. And right. that's a big you know? misunderstanding. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. I'm like, I'm nice too. Right. right. I mean, oh, I smile all the time. Say, like Jeremiah's not nice. Right. No? right. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is not nice. I'm the nicer one. <laughs> but I want to I wanna talk to anybody that feels like that. Right. That yeah. is, a, is a woman. You know, yes, we're called right. as a team. Right. You know, he's called into the ministry. Michael's called to yeah. the ministry. He's the preacher. But we have a separate calling ourselves. Right. Yeah. And we are just as valuable. We are right. just as anointed. Yep. We are just as called as our husbands. Yes. And yeah. we have a plan too. And and God has a plan for us. And and you know, it's not just about men. Right. I'm yeah. sorry, but um there's women in the Bible that have done amazing oh, yeah, amazing things that are even quoted in the faith chapters of Hebrews twelve. Yeah. So just yeah. you know, women can do things we can do things too. Yeah. yeah. And and not to say that I I love our pastor because he allows me to preach on Wednesday right, nights, right. and that is rare in the in the yeah. in the in the ministry. Oh, it yeah. is. You know, because you look at women and you think they can't preach, and then they quote a, a verse that is so out of context that yeah. women should be quiet in church. Yeah, right. totally out of context. I know. I get that all the and, time. Uh, so, anyways, hey, I, I think this would be a really good time for y'all to talk about the women's ministry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, keep, let's keep this girl right. power thing going. Keep it going. Right. Girl, not girl power. <laughs> a girl power. I like that. Yeah. It is though. But you two are both on the on kind of the board of that or the yeah. inner circle, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, inner circle. Inner circle. No, it? there is no inner circle. What do, y'all do? <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> Freemasons over here. I don't, I don't like, know. Going the don't round know. table. You all are the one that passed the Kool Aid out. Right. <laughs> we, we have been knighted. That's funny. No, no we, there's just a few people, a few of the ladies that are coming together yeah. and. Uh, pastor had asked you know us to start a women's ministry because it's it's needed just just to get to know each other and um and and to fellowship and to to build it build upon it yeah and so that this misunderstanding of women can go out of the wayside like we don't have to deal with it anymore because lighthouse church we don't have that issue right you know um and we don't want that issue amen yes you want to share what's what's happening yeah um we are we're meeting and then we're going to decide a date, right? Is the date February 6th? At least okay. So, yeah. Yeah. February 6th. We're going to have it here at the lighthouse and, um, we're going to have like, you know, a devotional. 
We're going to have prayer. We're going to have like games, food, um, and just a, fu- a bunch of fun. Like we're going to meet people. I think I'm not for sure, but are we doing a speed dating game? Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. It's going to be like speed dating <laughs> where you sit down and you like it's just have, a left turn. have a couple minutes to <laughs> tell. <laughs> we are that church. <laughs> I really don't know the details. <laughs> Very progressive here. <laughs> I don't yes. know if it's going to be sectioned off or you get to meet we your mate. Really yeah, so meet your mate or something. I don't know. I don't know. So uh, but it sounds fun. You're going to find yes. your new best friend. Right. Yeah. Amen. Besties. No, I think yeah. it's awesome. You can braid no. each other's hair. And I don't think that that's something that's like, just you know, you guys are dealing with here. I think that's in a lot oh, of churches. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Women, the men seem to get along well. I mean, yeah. guys get together. They right, talk about sports, right. fishing, whatever, golf. You know, and y'all I mean? can just yeah. go about y'all's day yeah. and then just catch and, up. It just yeah. seems like yeah. from a from a man looking right. upon it, it, it's like there's something there in between women that's kind of judgy and mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Very and, much so. It's very competitive. And, yeah, it competitive. is. That's, it's that's weird. the word. Maybe judgy is not the word, but yeah. competitive. No judgy yeah. too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All that. And we want to put that aside. We want to put that away. And what it is, I I think people have a a misconception and a misunderstanding to think that number one, that the, that the, the, the man or whatever does it by himself or that that's his calling that he does on his own without the help of his wife or or girlfriend. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that allows whoever it is that goes out to be able to even do that, to be able to study for a Wednesday night mm-hmm. message. There's so much that goes into it yeah. that she has the kids, that she's getting dinner, that she's doing all these things around that She's praying for me, that she's coming to me, you know, as service is about to start. Hey, what do you need? Setting this up, setting that up that people don't see. Yeah. So that's one misunderstanding. And the second misunderstanding that happens a lot, especially in the church house is that a woman's calling is her calling and her man's calling. Mm. Eh, that's wrong. The woman has her calling right. on her own that is specifically tailor-made just for her. Yes, you are a unit, but you work alone. You've got something that God has for you that mm. I cannot do. Yeah. That I cannot. All I can do is help you and help push you into that. Right. Same yeah. for you, Missy. There's yeah. something that's called for you that has nothing to do with that man right there. Yeah, it just doesn't. Yep. There was something that God called you to be before you were born that you're going to walk in. He's there to help you. He's there to support you. He's there to push you. But you know what? He wasn't calling. there. Right. <laughs> that calling would be the same. Are you going to come give that, say that at our women's ministry? Right. Oh, I, I can do it. <laughs> now. I can get to ladies. Why don't you have your women's ministry listen to our podcast? All right. <laughs> advertisement. Um, we'd like to time out this quick time to just advertise Almost Brothers. I'm telling you, man. And, and I think that that's, that's, that's the way a lot of women say. You see so many single women with a call on their life. That think that they well first I gotta find, I gotta get married first sure. right right oh, I'm sorry what sure right. I went we went to back when I was eighteen nineteen there was a college called uh, Central Bible College yeah but it was actually like nicknamed Bridal College yeah because that was oh. like women would go there men would go there so they find their love connection and right. go off into ministry right I mean it literally was called Central Bridal College <laughs> you know um, wow. instead of the the you know. We each have our own calling, yeah. you know, and we're we're good as a team. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, you know, God absolutely. Oh yeah, you'll something. have a calling yeah, together, yes, but you also have individual ones, man. And and like you were saying about the like women in the Bible, the first evangelist was a woman. Right. Mary yeah. saw an empty tomb and went and told everybody. Right. Let's, let's look at the woman at the, the well woman. who just went nuts, yeah. and the whole town got saved because of what she was saying. Right. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Jesus knew that word, get around. A man, right. <laughs> you dang right, man. <laughs> Is that a joke about waiting? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think... Oh, he's waiting so like funny. the whole podcast yeah. literally he came right off he's like i can't top, wait to man. tell this Damn, joke man. that was actually just <laughs> well it's just Whatever. it's just it, it, and it's so true like it, it's it's crazy that these and, and that what happens is we we perpetuate these misunderstandings and, and right, we right. think that they're true right. because oh so, well it's how we've always right. known it it's all how it's always been so that must be true and it, what what is it where you where you see something where like a majority of people think it's one way but it's really another? Mm-hmm. It's a Mandela effect. That's what it's called. Where you 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 know you think something is. I know one is uh, Darth Vader saying, "Luke, I am your father." That's not what he says. Everybody thinks that you know it's yeah. it's no, I am your father. That's the quote. Oh. Okay. Oh, there's no exactly. Luke. There's no Luke. There's no. He doesn't say Luke, I am your father. He says no, I am your father. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So we, we, we go about this, especially as, as women and as, as churches, is that, well, it's always been that way. You know, the, the man does work, right. the woman stays behind the scenes and, and helps cook and right. helps organize and do this. Y'all better wake up. Y'all can be a dried up church here pretty soon. I'm right. just saying. Better get rid of that misunderstanding right now. Get that out your head. That's why I'm thinking I need, need to plug our church because um, it, I mean, Lighthouse does so much and yeah. allows women to to fulfill the calling. You look at Tina, you know, and all that yeah. she does. Oh, yeah. And um, then, you know, all the other ladies in the church that help run it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And one of the things, the women's ministry, I'm so excited about because I, you know, coming into Lighthouse, I never felt like I was an outsider. Yeah. Right. You know, um, yeah, there's, there's women weird stuff, you know, that's going to happen everywhere just because I'm a woman. But for, you know, to walk in and actually feel like, okay, I'm a part of the family. I think Pastor and Tina do such an amazing job in yeah. in yeah. that. And it's a, um, just to plug our church, but it is a church unlike I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been in several churches and I've been pastors of several right. churches. And still, yeah, I've never seen a church quite like this one. Man, and, speaking of, man, Pastor Tina, you talk about like encouraging somebody. Right. That woman's on another level. Like you'll get done preaching or doing something and she'll just come up to you and just like drop encouragement on you and yeah. dip like <laughs> so fast. Right. And it's like you you didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like she could have very easy. Hey, good job. And and but like, no, like stand there and just encourage. you. Oh, man, that was that was awesome. Yeah. That was fire. Like and right. just really encourage you. And then just like. It's like wow, like you you don't see that, and I don't think she understands the weight that that has right. on people. Oh, for sure. I don't think she understands how the atmosphere in your life can change just from that, mm-hmm. just from somebody like that coming up to you and just encouraging. It's just like, oh yeah. oh yeah, I feel so much better because most of us, after we get done doing something, all automatically as soon as we get done, we start yeah. down. Oh, I should have said this. I should have done this. I right, should have done it this right. way. So to have somebody like that come up to you, it's like, and I don't think oh she's listening because that does wonders it's yeah. crazy right. i haven't even done anything and she always encourages oh, it's me awesome yeah <laughs> like she's just <sighs> it's, so, it's so awesome but you have don't say that well i mean i'll just be in the kitchen and that's something that's a no, lot I'll, be, I'll be walking like, she's like hey like, oh. hey that walk that's a woman of god walk right there i'm telling you man it's so good man uh, got anything else uh, y'all got anything else no, that's good stuff. That's good, very good. Good stuff. Love it when you guys are here. It's fun. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah well, it's fun so, maybe so, i think yeah. i don't know it's a good time yeah oh i love it i love it love it i laugh a lot at y'all's expense <laughs> y'all too that's what we're here for <laughs> i'm glad we could be of some yeah. use yep it's our purpose well and end this out love to <laughs> this has been another episode of uh what are we called again uh, <laughs> almost brothers yeah almost brothers Michael and Jeremiah, Missy, Jamie. Remember, if you don't have a home church, check us out at the Lighthouse in Dexter, 8.30 outside in the parking lot, 10 o'clock inside. We love y'all. You're 35.